Hello and welcome to another episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. Today's podcast is with the amazingly talented illustrator, Andrew Nye. Hope you enjoy the show and here is a word from our sponsor. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Logo Package Express. I've been using Logo Package for a while now and it's really helped my export times and that in turn helps out my clients. The Logo Package has been a widely uh, talked about subject within the design community and uh, is used by all the top designers to speed up their exporting time. It's an extension for illustrators that can automatically help you export, sort and organize hundreds of logo files under five minutes. This is how easy it is to use Logo Package Express. One. Open up your logo file and set it in the extension. Two, adjust the settings and click make logo button. And from there, every logo variation can be generated from that single piece of artwork. Step three, click export and see all of your logo files exported neatly into an organized structure. Step four, send your logo package to your client and get back to doing awesome work. Now, if you compare that to your general exporting time and exporting all the files one by one, you've saved a lot of time by using Logo Package Express. Not to mention the handiness of it sorting itself out into a neat folder. Normally exporting your logo different variations, your logo type and your files would take more than an hour to do, but this with Logo Package Express takes under five minutes. Why would you ever want to go through that long process again when you've got Logo Package Express? Spend time making logos rather than exporting them with Logo Package Express. You can find a $20 discount via our Creative Waffle link down in the description of this podcast. Thank you very much. On to the show. There we go. We're into the podcast. Welcome. <laughs> um, can we start off with uh, who you are and what you do? Um, so my name is uh, Andrew Nye. Um, I'm an illustrator. Uh, I was a designer in branding for um, about yeah. nine years. Um, and then, so I'm an old boy now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I sort of... I worked a lot on the more the craft side of brands really when I was working in branding but um, mm. I always wanted to try illustration um, and I sort of made the jump in the last three years and coincided that with leaving London going up north and living in Manchester so nice. took on quite a lot <laughs> yeah. you know, it, was, it was worth it you worked for Instagram while you were uh, at or in your career. Like, how, how was that experience? And are you allowed to talk about it? And also, I've heard like these these big global branding agencies uh, they're very high pressure sort of situations. How how did you deal with it? I um, so well, actually like there's a little bit before I started my nine years. So like I actually did a year um, back uh, home in Kent, and I did um, a year in like an advertising agency, All right. and. Um, but it it was uh sort of a small like back of the uh back of the magazine sort of small ads um but it was very very fast paced and um i remember being more stressed doing that than when i was working on all these like big brands in london <laughs> interesting and, how come? yeah i i i don't i honestly like maybe maybe the fact that um you're working in teams and uh in, in london it was like you, you know you're you're you've got people to sort of bounce ideas off and mm. and work work with and you know um but also the projects were you get more time in branding um to focus like i say like focus on um each aspect of the brand you know you'd be working with the brand for like months so you know you get to really dig deep and like really get into it and i love um 
yeah i love sort of working into the details um quite anal mm. like that <laughs> nice oh. yeah yeah I, I used to want to do branding and then I sort of moved away from it um, into a sort of general design role. Why, why did you move away from branding? Like why, why, why do people do that? Um, I honestly, like I was quite happy where I was. I just had a sort of itch that I, I needed to, needed to try illustration. I, I had it really good. Like I, I was really happy uh, with the people I worked with. I had, you know, a really good crowd and, um, the one of the bosses um, from Interbrand, I followed him to start like start a new company uh, called The Clearing, and um, I basically I worked for The Clearing for uh, six years. So and I was very happy there because that that was like very familiar and I knew everyone and it was a really nice atmosphere and the jobs were great. You know, really good, really good projects. Um, but I just you know I just never never gave illustration a chance and mm. I, I just yeah I was always doing sort of uh, illustrative parts of branding so I'd be working you know one of my one of my mates called me a pattern monkey because <laughs> if, if there was ever like a sort of you know like a, a bit of a, a sort of brand illustrations or something that or some icons or something that needed yeah, to yeah. be done it would usually come my way Nice. So any any of the any of the craft aspects of the brands, um, not always, but like you know, a lot of the time would come my way, um, and I like that a lot, you know. Um, but yeah, again, I'd, I'd still never never quite tried illustration. <laughs> were, you, were you ever doing it on the side whilst whilst at the job, or I mean, as you say, you did a lot of yeah. a lot more creative stuff for the branding. But would you ever like, do it for fun on, on the side? Yeah, I mean, I was. Um, so I was always doing it on the side just to satisfy that mm. uh, that itch really just I, I was working doing personal projects um, I, I mean I, there's a couple of like projects um, that are up on my Behance from like a really long time ago um, and there's one that's called uh, Songbirds which is like a, a collection of like musical birds and um, I don't know I don't know if it was that precisely uh but what i think it might have been that that um caught the attention of shop magazine and um mm. i got asked to do like a uh like a, a magazine cover for them and then i i basically i took i took the decision that okay i can do this you know because the deadlines are really long um which is for them like they were like you know a brief would come in they'll give you a, a month for the deadline so oh, right. you weren't you weren't rushed to do it so i could do that at the weekends and um and i thought oh this is great so i can actually like you know just give it a go and see what i feel like with it all and um you know i was sort of uh working in design and you know the shop magazines were getting printed and then i was getting them and bringing them in and like <laughs> it was a bit cheeky but but like by, by the time i left i had like loads of shop magazines like lined up on my desk at work that i'd worked on and i was like uh, okay maybe this is looking kind of bad now <laughs> no it's great though if you can do it on the side as well i mean, I mean for, yeah such, such oh. cool illustrations as well Thank, thanks very much man. I really appreciate that um, well, one of the things that um, I was going to say my boss really originally hired me for well, this is what I found out later was um, because I had an interest in something other than 
branding mm. as well because in my portfolio I was doing illustrations he was looking to hire um, designers who had something else mm. um, as well so so that's how I got the placement originally um, that's, that's a really key thing though having something else as well because I often talk to a lot of um, people in sports and a lot of people in sports uh, listen to this podcast coming into the sports design world and they a lot of people say you know, static's fine everyone should have static design as a basic and graphic design and then mm. Over add illustration or motion design on top of that, and you and you're yeah. really on for a winner. Then, yeah, that's it. No, absolutely. If you can like, if you've got all those skills, then brilliant. Um, I always, I'm always uh, jealous of you know animation uh, animators and all that because I, I think I should really, um, I really should dig into that. And I keep meaning to, mm. but there's always, you know, there's always. Um, it's always something else that I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's um, exactly the same with me. It's, it's a struggle to learn something new, especially like animation where it's so in-depth and you have to be really dedicated to learning it. Because it's like learning graphic design again. Like, how many years yeah. did you spend learning design or, or yeah, illustration? Yeah, exactly, yeah. It takes a while. And now you've got to do it all over again with motion design. It's like, oh, I've already mm. got a job, but, you know, I need, I need, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need something else. But, yeah, you should should do it. And, and I will do it. I will do it at some point because mm. um, otherwise I fall behind. But... Um, yeah, yeah so it's, it's, I know. I know what to tell myself as well. You know, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, just do a little bit every day." You know, but then, <laughs> but then, do I ever do it? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I've been saying that to myself. Know, like going for a walk every lunchtime. Say, go for a little walk at lunchtime to clear your head. But I don't do it. Yeah, just... yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it does do a lot of good. But yeah, if you're in the thick of a deadline, <laughs> yeah, you just you just got to plow through. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, have you found lockdown and working working from from obviously freelance for for a while now? But uh, is that is lockdown changed your your approach to being working from home at all? Not not at all actually. Um, yeah, it's yeah it's quite an interesting. I mean for for me it's it's just nothing's really changed that much apart from the weekends. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are saying I, that. You know, I, I miss I miss I miss the weekends. I miss the bars. Um, <laughs> but like you know, I I just. Uh, it's it's very much it's very very natural for me but i was actually i mean i've still trying to learn like i've been doing freelance uh, illustration for three four years now and still feels like it's brand new really and i'm still trying to learn how to sort of manage everything and um one of the things that i trialed at the beginning was like a working in a studio and uh you know because i wanted to be around people and and I've had sort of, and it was a nice, I worked in an animation studio when I first came up here and it was really nice, like nice people in there. Um, but you're very much like, because you're not working with them on projects, you're still working in a silo. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. still, it's hard to kind of, you don't have quite the same connection as you would with your sort of office workmates who you're in your team. Mm. You get to know them a lot more easier, I think, you know, if you're, if you're working in a team at a company um, yeah exactly i mean you can ask what, what people are working on as well than without feeling like you're being nosy i guess as well yeah exactly yeah i, I mean for different kind of people like i'm not very i don't like to i don't like to bother people i feel like yeah. i'm sort of you know i'm being like annoying <laughs> um so I, don't, I i tend to kind of leave people and just let them you know i'm a bit shy as well like doing that sort of stuff i should do it more but um uh but yeah and also like 
I mean, working in, you know, it takes, it still takes me time even in an office, like even in design, you know, working in a team, it still takes me time to kind of warm up to people. Um, but yeah, I also found myself kind of like, because you are in charge of your own time, like you'd be like, oh, I don't have to get up in the rush hour. You know, <laughs> I could do a little bit of work at home and then go in and miss the rush hour. And then yeah, you start yeah. kind of like, you start turning up at like 12. <laughs> and, like, and, then it's like, and then you're like, why am I, why am I renting this desk at all? <laughs> That's a really good point. Yeah. But no, really... I was sort of, I mean, I got to the point again where like I was back home for a while working at home and then, and then I was like, I miss the office again. So I was just before the lockdowns came in, I was looking at other offices to to join back again and try and try the office again. But um, yeah, the lockdown sorted that out. So, um, you know, fingers crossed uh, we get out of this and uh, I'll give it another go. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. I miss office life. Yeah, it's good. It's good yeah. having lunch times with people rather than just sitting with yourself and the internet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> in the summer, I guess it's worse as well. Yeah, yeah, it is. yeah, definitely. It's nice, nice to go up. London is lovely in the summer, I think as well. It's really, mm. really. I mean, it gets really warm because it's it's like it's an ecosystem, but it's it's nice to sit on the sit on a grassy hill somewhere and look over the city. It's quite nice. Where are you? Uh, uh, where are you based in London? Then I'm currently Wood Green uh, area, so I'm okay. just near Alexandra Palace, and um, oh, amazing, uh, lovely view, lovely view from the top of there. Yeah. I was around there for a little bit, actually. Yeah, it's a re- it's a really nice place to uh, just walk around there, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's lots of different culture as well around here, which is fantastic. I mean, that's most of London, but but here's quite a um, quite a lot of uh, Eastern European people. There's a lot of Turkish food, and yeah, uh, it's, it's lovely kebab shops and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. So it's great having takeaways right now. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you doing well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's, it's, I, I love, I've loved living in London so far. It's been great. It's been a really good experience. Um, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, it's, a, it's an amazing city. Just so, yeah. so big. Um, <laughs> Manchester's a lot smaller. It's, it definitely feels a lot smaller. Um, you know, tax, taxi to like the outskirts is like 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. From the centre, you know. I like Manchester. <laughs> I, I think I've only ever been to Manchester in the rain. But I like it. I like it. <laughs> it's, um, it's a cool city. That's Literally the only creative. time you're going to see it. <laughs> yeah. Have you got snow up there right now as well? Uh, yeah, we have at the moment. Yeah, it's freezing today. Um, yeah. It doesn't last too long though, because it's so it's quite humid. So you know, it sort of tends to melt quite quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think London gets snow last. I always find that when I was down down south with my parents. I think. Uh, we hardly ever got snow and then we got a little bit of London yesterday I was messaging yeah. my family and they, they had snow way before me and so I guess London's always the last bit to get snow because the north always gets it, gets it really early and then yeah. it sort of well, big cities probably just like I don't know the, the smog of the big cities just melting it all yeah, <laughs> before yeah. it lands <laughs> I'm sure London is a couple of degrees hotter as well having all this all the people on top of each other as well I'm, I'm sure I'm trying oh, to read yeah. that somewhere that it's a couple of degrees hotter than like the rest of the UK yeah, <laughs> absolutely. 
Um, but yeah, so we saw on this podcast we were, we were planning to talk about um, pros and cons of freelancing, but also I wanted to chat about um, developing your work as well because that's something that I'm, I'm going through right now um, and different ways to develop your work and sort of inspirations and what, what you can look at. Um, and also sort of thinking on a different wavelength, which we'll get onto later on, but I'll leave it quite ominous for now. Um, but uh, yeah, pros and cons of freelancing. Obviously, you've been doing it for a while now. You said um, I had a little stab at it, but I think it went pretty badly. Um, so, <laughs> I, I, and that's a good point. We started like before we the first um, effort of recording was me talking a little bit about um, uh, kicking kicking it off before getting a real design job and how hard it has been. Mm. And I know a couple of people that have nailed it as well. Um, so it can be very on and off. But I think it's so hard to try and do freelance straight away. Um, yeah, about the experience. Uh, um, yeah, no, I absolutely. Uh, at some point, like I had to decide um, that I wanted to take the leap, um, and I didn't really like have that much set up. Um, to be honest, it's I had. I mean, like I said, I was working on um, Shop Magazine. Yeah. Um, at the weekends and the evenings. Um. But yeah, that was, I mean, that was it, like really. But um, one of the things that really helped me was at the beginning was having, leaving a, a design agency. And uh, I found that like a lot of my, you know, as soon as I left, they started hiring me freelance for uh, illustration jobs, which was really nice because that kind of definitely kept me going at the beginning. But I, yeah, nice. I, don't, I don't know how... Um, like how how you get started really i mean it's it's, it's it, you got to kind of build it up and get your name out there i guess and it just yeah it can take a bit of time um i did try like a few agencies like I interviewed at uh, illustration agencies just to see if they would hire me like if they would put me on their roster and um that gave me a little bit of confidence but again it's like you know that you've got to have uh, a little bit of money saved, I think, to kind mm. of for that um, for that padding, that safety net, you know. Um, it's definitely a good bit of advice for for anyone, really. Yeah. Just especially right now, having a bit of money saved up is always good. Yeah, I mean, now's a different story entirely. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's it's who knows what's going on. <laughs> I just keep I just keep my head down, you know. Just kind of <laughs> try not to look up too often. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what was the decision to get an agent? Is that just purely because you need to see if you can get different work in a different way, or because um, because there's also a lot of benefits to having an agent as well? Yeah, um, absolutely. Like having an agent uh, is really helpful, and it has um, has benefited me a lot. Like, I mean, I recently joined uh, Closer and Closer, um, which I which I wasn't sure about whether I could even have two agencies. I wasn't, I wasn't sure if I was allowed, but, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I looked, I looked, I looked, kind of looked, um, I got kind of persuaded into that. And actually it's really beneficial um, because uh, Closer and Closer sort of handle a lot of uh, American clients and they're a lot more closer to like that market and, that, and they know these people and, you know, yeah. they have people that they work with that have sort of seen me on the roster and, and then got in uh, contact like that, they would never have known about me otherwise. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah, I guess it, I guess it is true that like just putting yourself out as many places as possible probably 
<laughs> does tend to help. Yeah, I, I mean, being on those, on being on two like amazing illustration agents books as well must must help hugely. I mean, did, did oh, yeah. do you, how, how do you get most of your work in? Is it is it through those those two agents, or is it through I don't know, another platform or your, or your website? Or um, so I think like there is, is several several different areas. It's like Behance is a really good one. Um, I, I I've got yeah a lot of stuff to update on that actually, but um, but I think Behance uh, tends to bring about like larger larger projects um instagram is also another one that's good you do see people like people it's difficult to know exactly where they're coming from but like um but i think like more sort of i I don't want to say like too like editorial stuff from uh, instagram but it does seem that way like the larger projects might come in through behance um dribble yeah, just stick it up everywhere. Um, I, I, <laughs> I think like agencies are agencies are really useful. Um, yeah, it's it's it, it always surprises me like where they come from, um, and people that you know will say that they've been like watching you for a while. So you know, even though you're not getting anything, it's not. It, it might be like a lot of people that you don't know. They're got their eye on you and they're just waiting for the right brief to come in mm. um it's yeah it's quite interesting and also like i've noticed like over time a lot of this gets much easier for me uh, so far because there will be people that when i first started uh four years ago there they i've recently had you know a couple of those sort of clients from back back then who went away and then they've come back and remember me that long like you know it's like so you do make these contacts that yeah. kind of come come and go and like they will fill in the blanks like <laughs> it is it is quite um uh it's quite anxious experience <laughs> at the beginning i think <laughs> but like uh you kind of you have to learn to kind of just accept that something will come in <laughs> yeah I, I i like the approach of trying to uh, go and get stuff as well. Like, do, do you ever email people? Have you ever or cold called or or any like that? No, I'm not very. I wouldn't be very good at doing that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think many do, designers do that. Yeah, I I wouldn't know how to. That's why that's why I like to have an agent because you know I know that they'll be um, plugging away or doing what yeah, they do yeah, yeah. for the promotional side. Um, one thing I do 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 uh, is if I do get like downtime is um just work on like personal stuff because uh personal work 100 percent. that's like so like so useful for um just keeping just keeping the wheel go like moving you mm. know just keeping things going and you know if you, if you were on a if you if you're just keeping that that ball rolling um and you don't don't just keep stuff putting stuff out all the time, but you're you're there, you're on people's radar, you know, you haven't uh, disappeared. So yeah, just yeah. just just to be an active person out there, just putting stuff out all the time is really good. Um, a lot of stuff that I do is um, can like I do spend a lot of time. I do tend to labour it. So like I recently um, like started a new Instagram account just so I could test putting out smaller pieces 
um, because I think like if I could if I could have something where I can just put out you know things that won't take me that long at all like in an hour or something or mm. then I can I can just put that up there and it and I know that it's not going to interfere with my other work um, it's it's not going to you know it's not going to interfere with my commercial side it's just it's just a, a fun a fun sort of place where I can just put stuff out all the time I can still be active and you never know something something really nice might come out of that and then I can put that on the main account if I want to yeah. but I mean it's, I think it's good for you like like mentally as well just to just to keep just to keep active with it and just to keep keep the ball moving no definitely definitely um, that, that's a nice idea actually having like a, a sketchbook account and then yeah. um, more of a, a main account for, for the final sort of finished more uh, polished pieces that's really yeah. nice idea oh yeah thanks um it's it's uh, i'm just testing it now so we'll see like ask me again in six months and it might, <laughs> i might have deleted it but <laughs> but um but yeah at the moment i, I just figure it's like you know because you see these people who just put up stuff all the time and you're like oh i i, I just can't i can't keep up with that you know <laughs> yeah but, this but, is I'm, it, you this... know i'm not particularly that fast-paced <laughs> Yeah, there's so much pressure to keep up with um, other people's work and in the sports world, it's a lot of reaction pieces as well. So um, mm. people will get things as quick as possible out after a football match or after a big sporting event. Um, and if you don't, you almost feel like, oh, I missed an opportunity there, um, which is a shame. But, but yeah, oh, yeah. All, yeah, like topical topical pieces and stuff like that. Yeah, I suppose it's for a news yeah. um, uh, or editorial um, illustrator as well, it would happen. Um but I've actually yeah. been thinking recently of like having a full break from social, just just to see if I can get influence from more printed things or um, mm. old magazines or because illustrations in in old magazines. There's all some amazing comics and things, obviously, obviously the big ones, but um, even even like lesser known ones you can find online. Having or, or finding the actual magazine as well on eBay or stuff like that, and rather than looking at other people's illustrations all the time, maybe look at something a bit deeper. I don't know. I'm definitely. It's so hard when you've got a job that needs social media. Um, mm. So yeah, I'm yeah. on the wavelength. Yeah, I, I think like uh, try try. I mean, it's very. It sucks everyone into the same. We're all kind of funneled, aren't we? In a way, yeah. if we all end up looking at the same same things and you know influence being influenced by exactly the same things. Um, that's very true. Yeah, it's it's hard to. Uh, keep away from those those areas really at social media <laughs> yeah have, um, you, have you learned much from from um taking inspiration when you're doing a logo with like at interbrand or, or a branding agency from and comparing that to taking inspiration from an illustration is there any like parallels that you've you've stolen from the other jobs absolutely yeah absolutely um i would say in in a way because I am more of a designer, illustrator, um, and my work tends to almost like like each piece is built from new in a way. Like I have a few, I have a few um, style crutches. So like I I I have a method that I work with, but it's like I'm definitely influenced by branding where you start afresh each project like you kind of clear your head 
each brand is like its own standalone thing mm. um it's it's got to have its own identity so um i de- like things like color palettes like every piece that i do i i end up like i think it's just ingrained in me to just start the color palette fresh and not just like i i am t- slowly morphing now and trying to kind of work more in a traditional illustrator sense where i'm having more consistent palettes but mm. like um definitely like i come from that that branding world where you you kind of start you completely organize the palette for the brief <laughs> yeah yeah you know? and that, that must help i mean yeah having that background is probably really important to, to the illustration process and having a structure to the process yeah and also also i mean things like icons as well because basically what i i love uh, conceptual illustrations so um a lot of that involves um just basic iconography and try I'm, I'm always i've always been looking at icons and logos so that's very like with like <laughs> a very sort of singular heroic kind of icon in the middle so, you know it's very it's very sort of graphic and yeah yeah immediate you know so i always i always integrate that kind of that layout to my work yeah um, yeah I- what was the process um, for, for coming up with a, a brand or taking on a brief uh, into brand? How how was it sort of broken down? So I mean, you'd have the strategy at the beginning. So that, I mean, you'd you'd get given all the brand strategy, and then and then you would get you'd have to work with uh, the brand idea. So it was it was it has like an extra dimension to it, branding. Um, you have to you have to work you have to make something that looks nice or you know does the does the does the job for the industry um works really well looks nice but also it has to relate to the brand idea as well and mm. that's just the, it's that extra dimensions that is the extra challenge um you know so something something you might really like but it just doesn't relate to the brand idea, so you can't you can't use it. You can't design it that way. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's just an it's just a bit more. Yeah, there's an extra added layer of uh, complexity there. Um, that's one of the things that like I really liked about going uh, to illustration was that you know I know <laughs> I I can be a bit more sort of uh, free. In, in my thinking and, and not worry too much about that <laughs> yeah yeah but but it must still you must still have to obviously uh, work with the brand to, to make it look and feel like their brand so how, how have you sort of narrowed down a um, I guess a, a style then you could say obviously I think you have a style but some people don't like the using the word style so I wasn't sure if I should use it but um, well, I, think I, I appreciate like that I appreciate that you know okay, um, good, good. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder I, I whether I would like that or not uh, well I think that I, I you know I I um I would like to think I had a style, but yeah, I, I feel I, I feel like I I don't sometimes, but um, but uh, yeah, but yeah no, I I guess it comes from it comes from having like uh just having a set a set method in there. Like I have a few elements that I always use. Um, so I do like I obviously I started with gradients, and mm. I I always love gradients and um. 
you know, even when it wasn't, I mean, it comes and goes, you know, sometimes it's good to do gradients, other times it's not. Um, but I've always, I've always worked with them. I just find them easier to work with that way. And I always, I always, like when I was a student, I was really into um, uh, airbrush, like nice. graffiti yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, and I, I was, when I was a student, I was just, just playing around on Illustrator. I kind of like locked myself away and just kind of just started like trying to recreate like airbrush paintings and stuff like that with, with Illustrator, which is really not like the right program for it. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I like, I like kind of like the challenge. Yeah. Um, so, so how do you, how do you sort of apply that style to, to a brand and make it feel like their brand and also your work at the same time? So it's like stuff, for example, the Avon project you did. Um, oh yeah. It, it's, I mean, again, I'll talk about that again in a minute when we go on to like how, how the hell did you come up with that? Because that's it's crazy. Um, so, but like, <laughs> that, how did you? How did you? Because clearly your work, if you look at all the other work, it's clearly like a part of mm. an overall portfolio of, of you. But how, how did you make it look like their brand as well? How, how have you mixed the two? Um, so for that brief, uh, the, the distillery the, the distillery had its own sort of branding. Um, they were using the copper color mm. uh, as a part of the branding. So the distillery logo, um, you can see the color in there. So I, I took the um, uh, the copper color, and uh, like as I as I tend to use gold quite a lot anyway, you know, just it's just like tweaking gold to copper. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, but then the, they were very much open about the rest, really. Um, I, I like to use pastels as well, so it, I mean, it became like, you know, I just did what what I usually do, which is um, working with a palette, which is basically pastels, or matte soft pastels with with shine, uh, lots of shine in the copper elements, and um, yeah, just that kind of contrast I really like. Um, but like that was yeah, that was a really nice brief that one. Um, I see. But yeah, it was it was just uh, it was originally built to be uh, sort of used on a Instagram format, so like each square would be animated. Um, I didn't see, I haven't checked in with the animation yet, so I haven't seen what's happened with that. Um, but I'd love to see that animated. <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing. It'd be really, really it's cool. one of the it's one of the most things that I get asked the most frequently is uh, do you do you animate your work and I'm like oh no <laughs> I would love to sounds like you've got to go on it you've got to start animating yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, you do get asked that a lot um well I'll find I'll find someone that can do it for you and like team up with them and say yeah you can do it yeah and give it to them but, um, yeah so on to the, the pros and cons of freelancing because this is um, this is a topic I wanted to sort of nail down and have its own episode for for quite a while. Okay. Um, like, what what are the a few pros that you've got down for for freelancing? Why why would you want um, to go freelance? So, I mean, obviously, like one of the main things is motivation. I think, like when you're a freelancer, you know, you're very much in charge of your destination. I think a lot more. You feel like you're. A, a lot more motivated and you know you know you've got more control over your career and where you're yeah. going um uh, but so so you do naturally like it's scary but also it gives you a lot more drive 
Um, so do, doing work is a lot easier. Um, and uh, I would say, like, obviously the flexibility, you know, is is when you fir- first go freelance, as you'll know, is great being able to, like, just at first, like, to work from home and, you know, have that freedom to choose your hours in the day, you know, what, what time do you start, what time do you finish. Um, and, uh, yeah, all, all of that's just amazing. Um yeah, of course. I mean, the, the, the flexibility of hours is, is a good one. Do you, are you a, a morning person or an evening person? Because that's always the big question. At the moment, I'm a morning person. So this is a funny one because I used to be an evening person. Ah, <laughs> switch. How do you switch? I always wanted to switch. How do you yeah. do it? <laughs> I, I, think, I think freelance made me um, a morning person, actually. Oh. <laughs> I, I, nice. It's funny that, yeah. No, well, I, actually, I still... I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm... I'm more of midday now, actually. <laughs> I think I've, I've sort of shifted slightly. <laughs> Maybe not all the way yet, but um, I, yeah, I, I tend to be very much more awake in the mornings than I used to be. Um, I think that comes from, I say, like I am doing, I don't know, what I've always wanted to do, you know. So I, I kind of, I wake up with a bit more of a buzz. <laughs> that's great. Uh, yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, the, the the freedom as well of, of having your own clients picking your own workload and is uh, is a big one that I've got on my list as well. I mean, it, if you're not working in a, in a job where you're you're being creatively fulfilled, I mean, it's obviously the back of your mind thinking that you want to go freelance or you want, you want to try and do something mm-hmm. yourself because as as a designer, you always want to work on projects you're excited about, um, mm. which is obviously the main reason to go freelance, really. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean it's 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 hard. Like, I mean, there's lots of lots of jobs that I worked on when I was in design. Like I say, I really liked working in design, and I really liked my job. Um, but there was a bit in the back of my mind that was like, I really should try illustration. Um, there's, I mean, it's it's not this. You know, I I was I think I made the right choice not to jump into it straight away though. To be honest, like I think I think um it is hard to kind of get things started and you know, mm. if I if I had done the last three years fresh out of uni, they wouldn't have been the same. <laughs> they wouldn't have been the same three years. I, I mean I built up a bit of a network working in design, you know, built up a bit of uh my my workmates and, and mm people that kind of helped me in the beginning um yeah that's yeah, huge so. that's that's a big thing that if you don't do it whilst you're at uni i think um you'll struggle to do it because mm. the, the friends that i know that have done done that and built up the contacts whilst at university and then become um sort of known in the local area through doing work in the local area at uni have become really successful because they had that contact list if, I think yeah, if you don't do that whilst you're at uni, you sort of fall down. Or that's probably where I fell down yeah. as well. And, and when I was doing freelance work before um, my job work, uh, so yeah, looking back on it, that's probably a, it's a, obviously it's, you're obviously going to have more contacts. You're going to have people that more people that know you, and uh, if you have mm. a few years in, in the industry, it's a really good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, another thing. It, another thing about the uh, the motivation is. Um, 
like you kind of you have time like when when a job's done um you're not like immediately put on to like another job sort of thing you, you know mm. like when you're working for a company you get kind of um almost like a sort of a conveyor belt of jobs yeah. that are just always always coming at you sort of thing and there's no sort of end you're not really you can get stuck in this sort of mentality where it's just like it's almost like you know you can't they're coming at you and just kind of going through them a bit monotonously and like you know um yeah. but when when you're when when you do freelance it's kind of like a bit like job's done and if it's done you know you finish midday then you have the rest of the day off sort of thing to sit and evaluate and be like okay that was great <laughs> um it's something it's something about that i don't know it's, i think you just kind of when when you freelance you've just got a bit more you can you can sort of choose the times choose the hours that you spend on it and you can be like okay this is something like that's really important for my portfolio even though the budget's quite small i'm gonna work the weekend on this there's a bit more sort of motivation i think right right yeah because it's more yeah. more about your name on the line isn't it as well and so you're that is up, you're, oh you're putting up that's yourself. another thing yeah but that's the, a, i mean that's another thing entirely yeah <laughs> before you go on to that like it, the conveyor belt idea was really interesting because you've also got more time to um uh, think about reviewing it as well because when you've got a nine-to-five job, you like you say, you, you pass new projects all the time. And thinking back mm. at it, I'd never really pause to to think about what I've just done. I normally just send it off to the person that wants it, and then that's it. Yeah. Or they or they get a few you know, changes, which are normally non-design changes. And um, and yeah, there's never really a double checking unless I'm sending it to my, my work designer friend. There's no real checking mm. of um, of the quality of it is or, or like like can this be pushed even further sort of thing there's none of that yeah. whereas if you've got time or you, you have a day to think about it and let it rest in your back of your mind and come back at it with fresh eyes mm, um, when you're freelance it's good that's one thing as well the the whole um, pushing it pushing it further you know that's a great thing about being freelance it's just being like okay I can if I really want to just spend as much time and just don't worry about the fact that I'm working to a budget or whatever I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep working at it because I love it like and make it really good you know mm. you can do that <laughs> yeah definitely you can push it as far as you want <laughs> definitely yeah uh, I, the thing I was talking uh, to just a minute ago like the um, your own neck on the line the exposure is good because it's not the company getting the name so say you were working in house and doing all these amazing illustrations for the in house company mm. it would be the, it'd be the company that's getting all the recognition for it and no one would maybe, yeah, maybe get a few true, people yeah. like me reaching out to you to do a podcast but it may not be the like the, you wouldn't be out there sort of thing like, you mm. wouldn't be working for other companies as well if you just one yeah. sort of in house yeah. that's true I mean I, I like I only worked in two design agencies and they were both with the same uh, boss really yeah, <laughs> so yeah. like, I, I'm not really like I was never really someone to kind of shift around different agencies anyway really you know so I'm I'm much more comfortable in in my familiar surroundings <laughs> you know I, I don't tend to like move around a lot um, but so like 
except for the one so went before I went to uh, university, I did a year in uh, this small advertising agency, um, which I mentioned, which was mm. like uh, a very different kind of job, like very, very fast paced. Um, but that was, yeah, that was, that was much harder for some reason. Um, yeah, just because it was like a lot, a lot, a lot more. It was just a lot more fast paced, and um, I, I will say to you, <laughs> I should say that <laughs> it, it's a, it was quite. I mean, it was it was a nice job. But it was like it was quite. Um, like quite monotonous in a way like you know just sort of like you're saying like like the proper convey about like everything just repeats yeah, yeah, yeah. no it makes sense and i think most people listening would have had that similar situation mm-hmm. but um but yeah so these you're talking about exposure again like that was that can also be a con as well like if you're not working for a, a big company uh, you're working for a a smaller smaller studio or a smaller agency or, or you know place that people won't be finding your work all over the world but you're still doing amazing work if, if you're working for you know, uh, Coca-Cola people may look up your name whereas um, mm. and, and find out the person behind the illustration but if you're looking for a small company and doing the same sort of quality then it's not going to be on the same sort of mass scale and people aren't going to see it as yeah. much so a lot of these um, a lot of these pros can actually be turned into cons, cons as well because uh, mm. obviously the, the big one right now is isolation um, yeah. and people being on their own Um but the, even the, having the freedom as well, that can be turned into a con because maybe people, maybe you're not working hard enough, or maybe people aren't cracking a whip on top of you. <laughs> like, is, is yeah, it, I know. You know, sometimes you need to be a bit more self-disciplined as well. It's it is like one. that. It is. It is like that a lot, actually, and that's why I toyed with the idea of the the studio just to kind yeah. of to make sure that you know I was in an environment that was people around me were working because it does it does motivate you especially at the beginning when you start working from home I don't know if you've experienced that but like um in the beginning it's very much it's kind of hard to get going like sometimes you'd be like oh I could there's so many distractions around um yeah. you just you could just like eat the diet the, the time will just disappear <laughs> and yeah you've, exactly <laughs> <laughs> you've done like house chores <laughs> yeah or played xbox for about three hours yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that was my one uh, that was my excuse um yeah. Yeah, i'm just letting my brain think over a project whilst playing xbox yeah that was on my aligned myself the whole time um, <laughs> but it's a different thing i mean when you start getting into like the money side of it when you freelance and then that becomes the motivation of itself you're like oh. <laughs> yes yeah yeah this is I'm sure that would uh, motivate you as well. I never, really, I never had freelance whilst living on my own, so, um, so I never had that pressure. Luckily, and my parents were very supportive, mm. so I was very oh, grateful, great, yeah. for, very grateful for that. Um, and, and yeah, so I never experienced sort of uh, the pressure of money. Uh, well, obviously now living uh, on, a, on a junior designer budget, uh, wage budget and trying to live in London on that, it's not not the easiest, but um, yeah, you know, making it, you make it work. Yeah, I remember uh, that. It'd be a lot easier than <laughs> freelancing, so. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm just um, yeah, pleased with the situation. But yeah, yeah. no, that's good. Um, I I do remember that in London, uh, <laughs> and it was already getting hard. Like when I left, I mean, it was uh, they were talking about um, how the center, the, the center of design community, was going to have to be in a different city in the UK mm. because uh, junior designers could no longer afford to like live 
in London anymore. That's what they were saying. Like, it was, yeah, like, yeah. was going to happen. Um, but that, that was when I left. It, I mean, I'm not sure, like, yeah, like you say, it's quite difficult, but I mean, people will make it happen, won't they? <laughs> if they want to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, so the average, I think, is what, 22,000 um, before taxes, I think. I think that's yeah. what it normally is. That's what I'm on anyway. But, but yeah, so that's like, it's definitely workable. You can definitely live on that if you have a flatmate. And uh, so I'm currently, you know, two bedroom, two bedroom flat in in yeah. Wood Green with a flatmate. So it's not that's great. I'm living comfortably as well. It's not yeah. like I'm starving. Two beds. Or, or, yeah, and, and two people luxury. rather than four. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, no, you can definitely make it work. But don't don't let it put put you off if you're thinking about it. If yeah. someone's listening, um, mm. yeah, oh, yeah, anything, think anything less than. Less than twenty grand, I think you might be pushing it. To be honest, but outskirts of London, travelling in if you if you in COVID times as well, you probably probably don't need to go to the office three three times a, day, a week rather than two times. So yeah, you, know, you can make it work. But, Who knows uh, what's going to happen? Yeah, no, exactly, um, exactly. Yeah, like the tax thing as well was mm. like a real wake up call to me because <laughs> I I never I never really paid attention to it at all. You know, it just I mean I knew it was it was coming out or whatever, but I never really paid that much attention to it when I was full time. But yeah. like now that I'm freelance, you have to kind of put it aside and and yeah, you know, know how much goes there. It's like oh my god. Yeah, I'm very, very shocking. grateful. <laughs> yeah, this is this is this is one of the main reasons for me to go and get a job as well. Is so grateful to not have to worry about that. Um, yeah, I didn't earn a yeah. lot. I didn't earn a lot, but even the little bits did when I had I had to start to file a tax return, and that was just wasn't worth the time really. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah uh, but if you're paying, my granddad says to me, if, if you're paying taxes, you must be doing something right. So it was a positive. I like that. <laughs> that's that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, you have to remember that one. People listening who are paying lots of tax, just you must be doing something right. You're doing well in life. You're paying lots of taxes. The wise man. Um, yeah, good. yeah. The uh, another con though, of freelancing is uh, lack of benefits. Obviously, with uh, getting a job, you get a lot of um, a lot of benefits come with that. So maybe you get healthcare if you're very lucky, and um, yeah, mm. good pensions as well. Um, oh yeah, stuff like that. It's very very handy. Um, which obviously you can sort yeah. out as a freelancer as well. You can sort out your own pension and that, but yeah. the obviously employer doesn't contribute to it because you are your nice. employer. So. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Um, no, it's all it's all taken care of for you, isn't, yeah. um, isn't it? So it's a lot more comfortable. Um, I would say, like, yeah, in the in the beginning, I mean, you're just starting out. Um, full. It's not. I don't think it's impossible. You know, I, I wouldn't want to put anyone off trying. Oh, know. for sure. Yeah, um, like I said before, I, I, I know people you know, have I, done it. Yeah, hundred percent. Though there's there's loads of people that have done it. Um, you know, I, I I personally, I think I found it. Just building that network was. I mean, as a, I'm quite not a very sort of forward kind of person to put myself out there you know mm. and to really push for jobs and stuff like that I'm, I'm more kind of I'll just wait for it to come in yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm much more you know not 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 so natural at doing the, the whole sort of PR side of it you know <laughs> but that, that's, um, and that's one of the cons as well right because you've got to do you've got to be everything you've got to be your PR yeah. person you've got to be your accountant you've got to be well you don't have to be your accountant but you know you've you, you got to look after your money and all sorts everything 
that's, it's, so that's yeah. I mean, that's where the agent comes in as well. Right. It's, it's, they're, they're great at kind of just getting you out there and um, yeah, just just uh, getting those clients. They've got their list of clients and, you know, they'll mail, put you on their mailing list or whatever and get you out there. The art directors will see you. One <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thing um, I do want to chat with you about is, is progressing your work because um, I how the hell did you, did you think of some of this stuff <laughs> like, like I was talking about the Avon uh, distillery like all the different oh, like, yeah. cogs and uh, the way you separate it in different rooms um, how does your mind work on, on that sort of level where it's or, or, or do you have to look at other inspirations or interior design like how, how do you come up with a composition oh, for that oh to build it yeah um, oh, it, that one that one was a bit because uh, it was quite fast like the timings and that were quite uh, quick on that one mm. and I remember I was a bit kind of like I, re- I really need to kind of just just get in the zone very quickly um, so I just kind of just like try to uh, piece it together very roughly um, but yeah there might be like uh, say like use inspiration from uh, architecture um, mm. I might like look up you know architecture um, architecture blogs and stuff like that to kind of like help nice. sort of pull some some touches together but uh, all the sort of the so each of okay so that for, th- for that brief um, each room or each section so if you imagine it's divided by three columns there's three columns yeah and um, I think there's about nine rows, is it nine or 12 rows? Um, Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 12, 10, 11, 12, technically. Yeah. I think it's 12, yeah, it's 12 rows. So um, in each of those squares, um, there is a product that needed to be highlighted. So I had something to work with. Um, so so uh, this distillery line, um, it it was uh, basically had all different kind of products uh, for a, a beauty range, and they're all uh, like a new vegan beauty range, um, and they basically wanted originally. So this was supposed to work on a, like a tiled Instagram format. Yeah, yeah. So so each product was going to be highlighted. So I had the product that was going to be highlighted on each square. So I knew what I had to work with. And I basically, how I represented that product helped me um, to build the scene, really. So I was like, okay, well, um, some of the products became, uh, you know, big sort of uh, cylinders, like mixing and all, all sorts of, all sorts of different, just different ways to play with the products, basically. I mean, it's, it's just me, by, by numbers, really, is kind of, um, taking icons and blending them, and try trying to see how I can just if if there's any other way that I can look at look at an object and kind of just mix it together. Um, that's what I love doing is it's just kind of combining things. So so for me, it's like it was very simple. It was just kind of just 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 try and work this product into a building. <laughs> I hope that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it does. Yeah, I just, I just, I just wonder how, uh, 
how you come up with some of the concepts. Like, and also the, the gradient use as well is just fantastic. I mean, it's, it's guy, the, the cars, the car one you did, um, uh, I think recently. Uh, oh no, September it was last year. Sorry, I must have scrolled down. I'm just um, He's one for a few cars here, and the gradients in the sky and the cars and just oh, the shapes and the, just Jato. It sort of it, it it just makes you see the motion in in the illustration before it's actually mm-hmm. been animated, um, which is nice yeah, as thanks, well. Man. Yeah, that was a bit different. Um, so I I do like to kind of stick to more of a gridded like graphic approach. So. I mean, I started, I was very sort of face-on geometric and then I kind of started to add more sort of isometric. I always wanted to keep it very graphic and mm-hmm. very sort of not not to, to get too much like natural dimension in there, but now it's started to morph into um, more kind of landscapes and scenes as well. And... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like yeah, the scenes it's just, ones. Good, it's, it's like the uh, the money saves, manage your money savings. The guy on the laptop. Like, if you oh, look at yeah. it, when you look at it, oh, yeah. and then you look closer, you see like different things, mm. you, you, things you don't notice at first. And yeah, that's. What, I mean, fun. that's what I like. It's just, it's just like working into the details. I think like a lot of um, a lot like there's a lot of inconceptual illustration. There's a lot of um, ideas that are like already done and it feels mm. very like it's quite difficult i always have to when i come up with an idea i have to google it to make sure no one's done it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 frustrating you just think there's so much stuff out there and you're like i just don't want to put something up first and then sometimes you just like damn it you know it's already <laughs> done so you have to like go back to the drawing board but um but one one of the things that i like doing that kind of gets around that is to just to take it that level deeper mm. is to, instead of like look at it as one one singular uh, uh, graphic concept break it up into many and then you kind of you dig you just go that extra level deeper and it's just, and it's a bit more of like the less less people have um, it's easier to sort of own that space I think yeah, yeah, I think I know what you mean. Like, so the latest one on Instagram, right? Uh, you've got the the stethoscope like, going oh, on the yeah. road. If you look at that, like the glance at it, you wouldn't notice it. But then you, you look a bit deeper and you see the ships uh, and then the houses yeah. and the roads winding. It's great, really cool. That's what, yeah, that's what I um, things that I I do tend to uh, work with a lot is kind of joining things through through distance, right. Just, just like by separated by distance, or something's far away and something's close, and then it links. It kind of connects, like the. Um, uh, I don't know if you can see the head uh, Ela Clerk piece. Um, I did the headphones. It's like headphones with a, a bird and a boat, and um, they all kind of. Uh, basically, oh, yeah, yeah. The, like the the birds like supposed to be like sort of in the foreground, creating that sort of headphone. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, some sometimes just like just finding that finding those ways to connect is what what really sort of gets me like gets me going. Like, I just like I, I like that a lot a lot. And if I come up with that really nice idea, I just I just get like such a good buzz. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, this is this is you know what I love doing. Um, so and I don't like what I said like what I said earlier about. Um, the style and that like every piece 
takes takes on its own style sometimes because I'll I'll get started on a journey and then it would and I'll be like a twist and a turn and and it's like I find myself creating something completely different to my last piece and and I'm like oh I get frustrated because I just want to I want it I want it to kind of all feel like I've got one style but again I don't want to I don't want to sort of hamper the design that I'm working on um by like trying to bring it into the rest of my work you know yeah, yeah. no I know what you, <laughs> so mean. I know what you mean it's a difficult one but um yeah, I, I just kind of, I just, from, so I just kind of let it go at the moment. I just kind of say, like, just do the best you can, but, like, focus on the idea. So the idea is the thing that leads it. So it's, if, you know, it's like, if I get the idea, then just the rest of it will fall into place, you know. Yeah. Um, do, do you make sketches as well on these, on these compositions, or, or you just go straight into it? I do so like when I start I will um I've got sketchbooks with really terrible scribbles that I would never show anyone. <laughs> um they're just really, really basic, like just biro scribbles and that's just all about getting the ideas and I'll just like that's fill great. up books just the same thing but with a little tweak. Yeah. Just like trial and errors basically. And I'll just, just quickly just fill them all up and then and then um once I get an idea that I like then I'll just be like, okay. I'll hit the Mac pretty soon, but I'll just do um, just black and white. It's all like grayscale, and I will do. I'll just just uh, plot it out like real, like super rough, and it, it does look pretty bad. But um, but you get you get the gist. You get the gist of it, and uh, yeah, and then and then it's just kind of just like working into it. Just just keep working into it. Nice. How, how have you developed this style and, and like pushed your artwork? Because that's always one that a lot of people struggle with. How I've developed it. Yeah. Because okay, so I'll give you an example. So you can you can carry on just drawing uh, the same sort of things. So I draw like footballers, I guess. Foot, foot, footballers. You can carry on drawing footballers, and eventually you will get the likeness better and better. But how do you push? How do you how do you try new things and push different um, styles on your drawings? Like how do you constantly try and improve them um i yeah i'm not well I, i'm just kind of <laughs> or is it not keep, a conscious yeah, one it's, it's, not really, a... it's not really a conscious um i i am like looking at things so for pro for progression i am looking at um so for example like shadow work example like i didn't really use much shadow right at the beginning right. and then i started i've started looking at um using a lot more shadow um there's little things like i say like at the beginning it was very geometric mm. geometric and icon based and i just kind of started with keeping things very very geometric super geometric straight on and then slight, like I liked that with lots of gradients because I was exploring the gradients at the time. And then it was kind of, it moved on to isometric. So like free, 3D looking, but still very geometric, very straight, uh, lots of gradients. And then slowly but surely I'm kind of working into more scenes like recently, like more landscapes and stuff like that. But, but again, it's like, it's, a, it's really just a confidence thing. I think just kind of um, just, I often find that just, just kind of, once you get the first one out there, um, then and and then it and it you get that done, then you're like, okay, I can do this, 
and then you kind of you take the next step you know but having a separate instagram account i think is uh might be really useful for that is mm. progressing more experiments and stuff like that i can i can put them out there and not worry about that affecting my commercial work yeah yeah that's uh what is your, your two instagram accounts because i've got aj underscore nye yes that's why yes yeah, so that's my main one um i i've got um another one called uh Nisometric, nice. <laughs> which is, I honestly like. It was just like a bit of fun, really. So I didn't really think too hard about it. Um, but it's yeah, it's N Y E symmetric, um, and basically, <laughs> so yeah, Sorry. pretty difficult one. It's N N Y E S O M E T R I C. Ah, got it. Brilliant. Nice one. Sweet. Oh yeah. Lovely stuff. Yeah, so it's just it's just like a place where I can just throw around more quicker pieces. But so even some of those, like I end up getting dragged in and spending a bit more time than I should. Oh, amazing. Um, but thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, but it's just yeah, it's just That's a space really cool. for me to kind of just play with and not really think too hard about it. And <laughs> and and I'm not worried about like. I can, you know, I'm, I'm really enjoying at the moment having it all in the same color palette. Like yeah. I said, like I because I don't get a chance to do that with my normal work. Um, so I'm really enjoying doing <laughs> having it looking quite neat at the moment. Yeah, that's nice. There's something nice about having an ordered, uh, having yeah. an ordered account. Are you, are you doing these in Illustrator or on your iPad or how how are you doing this? Um, just Illustrator with a mouse. Okay. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm very um, fully fully robotic. <laughs> wow! So they must take a, um, a decent amount of time, right? Yeah, they can do. Yeah, yeah. Um, it depends. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I get quite quick with it though, uh, using the um, scale shear rotate method. Okay. Um, so, like, yeah, particularly if it's just isometric, if it's straight isometric, I can just yeah just work through that like very very quickly but um once you start getting the the more scene based or more kind of slightly different angles then it's like oh, okay take a bit longer mm. yeah nice well um, that's, that's, uh, yeah so these scenes are incredible they just fascinate me so much and whenever i see these in in a, in a magazine or in a newspaper as well it's like i always start thinking about where do you start with this sort of stuff <laughs> <laughs> with the domino one how, how do you start with oh, yeah. which domino do you start with and like, how, <laughs> it's like they really get really uh yeah they really get your head turning a bit um yeah cheers man that's um yeah which magazine my yeah. uh my most uh well probably my most um regular client i think at the moment and i'm really grateful nice. for working with them they are they are they are really great client like very um one of the things I find in illustration is uh, there's a lot less pushback on your concepts. <laughs> right. right it's, yeah. it's, I find it's a lot more like, great, we pick that one. Very much like as you imagine like a design brief would go, you know, present the concepts, they pick a route, then it gets made, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> it works a bit more like that. Not all the time, but like uh, it's, it does seem to work that way. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, want, I want to go into the last couple of questions that, uh, that we ask everyone on the podcast. 
because um, I, I we like to go a bit deeper into the show and just like ask a bit more philosophical questions. Because uh, okay. I, I like to understand like who the illustrator is, and, like a bit of a personality behind you. Uh oh. Um, the first, <laughs> first <laughs> the first one isn't that deep. Um, so it's, what's your best purchase under a hundred pounds? Best purchase under a hundred. Doesn't have to be design related. It could be anything. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't I can't think. Um, <laughs> it always gets people. It's funny. I don't buy anything under a hundred pounds. High roller. Big cool. <laughs> <laughs> I got I also I can't think. Um no, like the best purchase. I mean um I play the drums, so Oh nice. Drumsticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Cheap. Do you play in a band? <laughs> um, I used to, yeah, ages ago. I used to do um around I used to be around uh, London, yeah. Nice. What Doing are they called? Uh oh, the last one was uh, Youth in Colour. But it was very like it was electronic kind of shoegaze stuff. Um so it was like a lot a lot of equipment. It was very quite stressful. Um but I did like indie bands as well. Um, around like South London, nice Peckham, uh, near Goldsmith, we used to go and play. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was good times. That's cool. Uh, um, yeah, I hope I hope they're all open again. <laughs> That's the thing about all this like lockdown is I, w- I want to see all the um, all the bars and that. I just, I just want it to be. Yeah. I want it to survive. You know? Yeah, I know. I know. It's sad, really. Uh, I think it'll come back. I'm hoping. Yeah. There'll soon, be an urge for soon. it, won't there? But no, definitely an urge for live music. Oh yeah, sure. I, I don't think uh, Manchester would let the bars die. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah well, next question on the list is uh, life advice. Do you have any life advice for people listening? Life advice. Oh my god. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, have a bit more confidence in yourself. Like I say, like with with illustration, that like like. Probably could have done it a bit earlier if I wanted to, mm. um, but you know it's just it's just kind of building that confidence and um, that I would say like if I just 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 didn't have any trust in myself, <laughs> but like yeah, just just go for it, like you know yeah, take the leap. Time goes so quickly as well, you know. Like these last four years have just gone like that, and I'm like blithely that like, that was so quick, man. Like I should have done this years ago. That's a really good bit of advice, though. If, if, yeah, but then there's always a question: is, Am I taking the jump? Uh, am I taking the jump too quickly? As in, it yeah. might, or, or or you do take the jump, and then it shouldn't shouldn't have sort of thing. But I guess you won't know to to take the jump. That's the thing as well, and I I do think like I probably did time it fairly well, considering I had a bit of time to build up funds and yeah, and I build up a bit of a network, but um. But yeah, like I don't know, some you know, don't listen to you know people that don't think you're quite ready as well. Just you know, because there are people like that. <laughs> yeah, for sure, definitely. You know. um, the last question on the list is is, is the deep one. Uh, is how do you want to be remembered? How do I want to be remembered? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um. <sighs> Uh, I, I want to be remembered as uh, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, can't do, I don't know sorry man that's a good I haven't thought about that 
Like, um, so it's a very deep question. As uh, long as yeah. I remember, then that's good enough. <laughs> that's nice. That's nice. That's good yeah, enough. I like that. Where can people find you and check you out on social media and, and, and sort of say hello to you? Um, sure, yeah. Uh, Instagram, uh, AJ underscore Nye. Um, or you can email me. That's andrew at ajnye.co.uk. Um, nice. I'm on B-Hearts, on Dribble, uh, Andrew Nye. Uh, <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah. Come like at it. me. <laughs> Wicked. Uh, thank you very much for being on the podcast. It's been, it's been a good All chat. Right. Thanks a lot, Mark. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Ta-da. And there's recording. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. You can check out the link down in the description below for Logo Package Express and all of our podcast socials. Thank you very much. See you in the next one next week. Oh.